Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I knew what I was going to do was going to be very special with my life. I'm an example just to show people that like, you come up from nothing. Prince had dedicated his whole legacy to celebrating women, celebrating women of color, and celebrating positive music. I'm going to uphold that. You're your own worst critic. I feel like you should be it anyways, but I, I'm always that, and I was just hating my song, so I was hating myself. Some people are at their cubicle job right now making way less than us. Some people are across the world in a goddamn sweatshop making like nothing a day, and we're getting paid to sing and dance. To sing and dance, that's a blessing. Artists out here, they're just willing to settle for anything. You know what I mean? And once you're willing to settle for anything, you deserve anything you settle for. Yo, this young murder. Yo, this is Lizzo. This is August Regal. What's good? It's Kehlani. This is your man, Blake Carrington. You're listening to The Come Up Show. Get inspired. Hey, welcome to The Come Up Show podcast. My name is Chet. I'm the host and founder of The Come Up Show. Yo, what did you guys think of last week's episode with Wyclef Jean? Hit me up at The Come Up Show at Twitter. Personally, I listened to it like 10 times. I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> uh, but yo, we're keeping it going. This is season three of the Come Up Show podcast. And my guest today is Greg Fillingaines, who's a keyboardist, singer, songwriter, musical director, and he's a prolific musician. And I, yo, I was really thankful to talk to him because this guy has contributed and was Michael Jackson's musical director. I mean, we're talking about contributing to Off the Wall Thriller, Bad, Dangerous, the list goes on. He's also toured with Stevie Wonder, Eric Clapton, and so many more legends. It's unbelievable. In our interview, we talked about how a music director is the voice of reason, why it's important that you listen to everything, every genre, and how important it is to be humble. Greg Fillingans on the Come Up Show podcast. Let's go! So, uh... You, a music director, you said a music director is yes. the voice of reason. You have to corral all the craziness because all artists are crazy. <laughs> and I want you to talk about the all artists are crazy because I've come across artists who are they're sensitive, they're different, and like how artists, real artists, wired. I guess. Well, you know, because people, people. Uh, no, I, I was a bit. It was a bit of an exaggeration saying that all artists are crazy. All artists are not crazy, but you know, they they have their personalities, they have their quirks, and. You know, people are so quick to judge them, like, well, they're not normal. Well, you can't be normal. You're not going to be normal writing Purple Rain. You're not going to be normal writing songs in the key of life, you know. So that's not, of course, you can't be normal. You have to have a different level of uh, normality um, because, you know, great artists like that are touched by God. It's a different level. So, um, of course, they're going to be different. But, uh, yeah, it's just a matter of, you know, being, uh, you know, a solid presence uh, between uh, the artist and the band and making sure everything, uh, making sure that everyone's comfortable, making sure that uh, um, the artist's wishes are granted musically. That's, that's the most important thing. So does it tr- have truth when Kanye says, name one genius that ain't crazy? Is there some truth to that? <laughs> yeah, genius is crazy. He's, yeah. he's absolutely right. Genius yeah. is crazy. Stevie is a genius, but he's crazy. I mean, you know... You can't, I mean, the guy wrote Inner Visions. You're not going to, of course you have to be, you know. Um, he wrote uh, Joy Inside My Tears. He wrote Village Ghetto Land. He wrote uh, Love's in Need of Love Today. He wrote Superstition. I mean, you know, come on, man. Um, that's a whole other level. But uh, you, you appreciate it. I mean, Herbie Hancock is 
a genius. He he's um he's a lovely guy though. I can't I can't really call him crazy. He he's he uh he has his own brand of crazy. He loves to laugh. Um but uh you know, and and I believe uh Michael was a genius, you know. He's a little crazy too. So, so when you're in sessions with Michael or Stevie or whatever, and they're telling you to do things that might not make sense to you, that you don't see the vision, that it doesn't make uh, sense to you at all, like, do you question it or you just follow along? No, you do the best you can do, and you try to, to maintain, you try to arrive, rather, at a, an understanding uh, between the two of you. Um, there haven't been too many of those kind of situations, but there ha- they have happened where I might not have understood exactly what was going on musically, but I just, you know, you just keep um, chipping away at the process until you get to the point where, you know, you achieve, you achieve what the artist wanted. Are you giving advice to musicians that they should listen to everything? Yes. Gospel, jazz, and all that type of stuff, yes. like every genre. Yeah. Why? Why should you listen to everything? To expand your musicality, mm-hmm. you know, because, uh, you know, what happens that way is it you end up infusing a little bit of all of those influences in your when you find your own voice in your own musicality. I mean, listen to everything because that it's just the exposure is what's important, and in that in that way you just get to see what's out there. And I mean, everything, all different kinds of world music, Latin music, um, music from different cultures, uh, you know, blues, where pretty much everything comes from, jazz, rock, uh, funk. You know, there's a whole area of just funk, you know, that you can immerse yourself in. Classical, you know, opera, everything, you know, whatever whatever you can get. Because it's only going to expand and deepen your appreciation for music in general. You know, it's really the best you can do to, to expand your musicality. So uh, you've had an accomplished career. And what I love talking about on our, on our interviews and our podcast is the journey and the peaks and the valleys, right? Uh, people think somebody with your resume would have no troubles, no, oh, like, and you said you're going through something right now. And I want you to educate our young listeners who think that once they get there, and that's it. That's why I talk about humility, because... Um, humility is drastically important. It's crucial um, in your life. There was a great teacher, I believe her name was Nadia Boulanger, who uh, taught Quincy Jones. And the, the one thing that she told him that he says to this day, you will never be more of a musician than you are as a human being. And that's crucial. And um, Count Basie also told Quincy, pay attention to the valleys as well as the peaks, because when you're in the valleys, that's when you find out what you're really made of. You better have you better have something that spiritually grounds you for the valleys because they will happen. You have to know that God will bring you out of those valleys just like he brings you to the peaks. You know, even right now, I'm uh, suffering financially tremendously because, uh, you know, uh, there's been a, a, a huge slowdown in work. And um, it's affected me because of different reasons, you know, my current family, my ex-wife and all kinds of things. And so um, it's, it's a challenge, you know, but I have to trust, uh, for me, I have to trust in God. I have to. Uh, and I know that he will uh, bring me through. This is obviously for a reason. There's no surprise to him. I know that. And so I'm just going to continue on. And um, in that trust, I know that, uh, you know, I'll make it to the other side. I have a fantastic family, two beautiful twin baby boys, uh, an 11-year-old daughter, and, um, you know, from the last marriage, and an extraordinary wife. I just know that it's all going to be okay. But, uh, you know, for all the peaks, I've had several low times, too. Mm-hmm. And those low times 
are designed for a reason. And one of the main reasons is to build your character. And that's biblical. You know, it builds character, builds patience, not expecting everything to happen uh, in your timing, but in God's timing. And so there's always lessons to be learned in those downtimes. And you will build your character and you will, you will uh, grow as a person. That's why it's called growing pains, because they hurt. They do hurt. I mean, make no mistake about it. Mm-hmm. But the end result, when you get to the other side, is growth. And so that's the thing to look forward to. Each and every Thursday, I send an email to thousands of our closest readers. Our subscribers love these emails because it's the best way to stay connected with The Come Up Show. You're not going to miss out at a concert ticket giveaways of your favorite artists like, yo, we've given away tickets to Chance the Rapper, Anderson Pac, The Bad Boy, Reunion Tour, which was worth hundreds of dollars. And we got more contests coming up. Plus, you get the behind-the-scenes stories of our interviews, event listings, and anything of importance all in this one email straight to your inbox each and every Thursday. Subscribe to the Come Up Show newsletter at thecomeupshow.com or you can find the link in the podcast description. The value that you're in, uh, is it as, as a matter as simple as because he said you're going through financial troubles? Is it you're not getting booked on tour? Somebody's not calling up say, hey, Greg, do you want to play on this show? Is that what it is? Yeah, there's not very much work right okay. now. There's just not. Um, and so it's a very tough time. Uh, work has been very, very sparse. Um, there are things that will happen later on in the year, but not right now. You know, and I, um, I have something coming up next month, which is basically right around the corner. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it won't be too bad for that. But uh, no, it's been it's been very tough. So, what is that like being a creative? Because you know, you have a family, and for the young creatives who are listening right now, knowing that these are the type of sacrifices, type of if you choose this journey, you're gonna have of like managing your finances and saying this is what's gonna happen in the next month or two, or you know. Yeah, you want to be. Um, you, you you don't want to you don't want to do unnecessarily dumb things. You don't. You want to try to have some sense of being prepared for the future. But it also depends on your situation. I mean, you know, if you're married, it's going to affect you differently. If you're married, you have a family, or if you're single. If you're single, you're able to bounce back quicker. If you have a family, you have more responsibilities. And so um, th- those responsibilities will cause you to be more responsible. But even with all that, there are going to be times where no matter how responsible you are, you're just going to fall on tough times. And you have to go through it, but you will go through it. And he said to you, it's important for you to be spiritually grounded. Looking at the music industry, the people who are not, basically you have, that's very important, isn't it? Because it's crucial to me. Yeah. It's crucial to me, yeah. Hmm. yeah. You, you know what's funny? Uh, before my family moved to Canada in 1996, we lived in Saudi Arabia. Because uh, Eritrea is right across, uh, you know, 50-minute flight. And uh, growing up in Saudi Arabia, barely understood any English. But I remember singing Beat It, watching that music video, barely understanding any English. And, um, and that, that, that was just amazing. Uh, so through your times with Michael Jackson, what would you say is your, one of your most memorable moments of what you've learned from your time with him? He, he always expressed just the joy of music, the joy of listening to and living music, you know, living. He lived music. He, he loved the, the, the fantasy element of music. He loved the cinematic element of music. His music in later years became very cinematic, but uh, he, he loved learning from who he considered to be the greats, whether Fred Astaire, James Brown, um, Sammy Davis Jr., the Nicholas Brothers. 
he loved watching uh, classic movies. Uh, he loved all aspects of life, really. He was greatly into anatomy. He loved studying animals, which you can see in, in many of his dance moves, too. At, the, at, at, at his core, he just had a joy, a joyful love of music. And um, he translated that in every different feeling, uh, every different emotion. And uh, it, was a, it was a joy being with him. In Madison Square Garden, for the 30th anniversary shows, just before 9-11, I was backstage with him and his brothers, and I got to tell them, this means so much to me. This goes back to when I was in junior high, first listening to you and, and fantasizing about possibly working with you and you know, just absorbing all your, all your music as a fan to now being able to put my arms around you and tell you, have a great show. We're about to go out and kill it at Madison Square Garden. I mean, it's nothing like it, man. It's, you know, it was an amazing moment. So, you know. What did you learn from Stevie Wonder? <laughs> uh, many things. But I think uh, the most important thing I learned from him was how to capture the essence of different genres of music, to understand the mechanics of different genres, how they work, and what makes a particular genre sound the way it does and being able to identify with that quickly and, and um, recreate that. Mm-hmm. And Eric, uh, Eric Clapton. I learned more about the blues from that skinny white guy than anybody else. How's that possible? Because he uh, was, uh, was and is a blues aficionado. I learned about you know, all kinds of uh, legendary artists from him, you know, from Pine Top Perkins to... Um, Otis Spann and um, I got to play with legendary blues artists too while with him like Johnny Johnson who played piano with Chuck Berry I mean unforgettable moments man you know mm-hmm. and uh, and then of course the tour with him and George Harrison well what can I tell you so um, yeah man was it with George Harrison that, that Bob Marley opened up with you guys or was that or is it George no, Benson Stevie um, way back when I first started with Stevie, but the first time the first time I went to Jamaica, Bob Marley opened for us, and, uh, and that was. Very- did you know? Did you know what Bob Marley like? You probably didn't know like what this man Bob Marley was going to become, or did you see the talent? No, I knew. You know, um, I knew who he was. Mm-hmm. I was very much into him at that time, and um, you know, uh, I remember listening to that uh, Natty Dread album, you know, and, and preparing myself for that trip and uh, it was just so fantastic to be able to see him live you know if you're listening to this you'll most likely subscribe to the come up show podcast but if you're not we're available on all platforms soundcloud itunes google play TuneIn, stitcher radio or many more if you have an iphone ipad mac computer i'd really love and appreciate your rating and review of the come up show podcast it'll make a huge difference in the visibility of the podcast which means more listeners and securing high quality guests be a part of the growth of the Come Up Show podcast and give your boy a five-star rating and review. This is one of the biggest things you could do for the Come Up Show and it only takes a second. Click the link in the description below. Rate and review the Come Up Show podcast. I truly appreciate it. Uh, Greg, what's inspiring you today? It doesn't have to be musical, but like it's really... My kids yeah. uh, are inspiring me. There's, uh, you know, uh, and, and music from artists like Robert Glasper, um, Terrace Martin, mm. um, you know Bruno, Justin Timberlake. There's a there's a good amount of stuff out there. 
I was wondering what because we're in Toronto. What do you think of the weekend? Is there like does that kid sound like he's heavily influenced like Michael Jackson or no? Do you hear Michael in his voice or no? You do, you yeah. do, and and I mean he he uh, he'll be the first one to tell you that. Yeah. Uh, you can hear it, yeah, for sure. And and uh, uh, you know, as as good as he is, there's only one Michael. But I mean, I do. You know, you hear that. You hear that in Bruno. You hear that in Justin. You know, um, those inspirations. And and it's it's. Uh, it's great when the younger artists pay that kind of reverence and, and homage to, uh, you know, a legend like Michael. Mm-hmm. And last question, Greg. What do you think it was that, like, you've had all these amazing things happen, experiences and people that you played with? Like, how did that happen? Like, how, when you look back, you're like, if you had to redo it again, like, what would you say? I had nothing yeah. to do with it. Yeah. I had nothing to do with it. It was yeah. the grace of God. I had nothing yeah. to do with it. I mean, again, like I was telling the other kids, if you'd have told me that I'd be playing I Shot the Sheriff with Eric Clapton or um, Here Comes the Sun with George Harrison or um, In the Air Tonight with Phil Collins or any of those other artists, uh, you know, I just would have never imagined it happening. So, um, yeah, it's just it's all the grace of God. I'm very, very grateful and um, humbled by it all. Right time, right place. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Yo, what did you think of my interview with Greg Gaines on the Come Up Show podcast? What I love about his story is, man, no matter how successful and accomplished you are, you need to remain humble. There is always peaks and valleys, the ups and the downs. And if you listen to the Come Up Show podcast, you'll definitely know that. I would like to ask you for a favor. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and review on the Come Up Show podcast. The link is in the description. It takes a second. You could do it from your phone and make the world of a difference for the Come Up Show to get us more listeners and to shoot us up the iTunes chart. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Chetto. This is the Come Up Show podcast. Peace, love, respect. 